0: Welcome to the first ever episode of the Side Quest Podcast. I'm Matt, aka Grandpa Wook, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Adam and Michael. Today get ready to have your minds open and your hearts fulfilled as we deep dive into our own stories and introduction to the rave scene and why we love raving in the Pacific Northwest. Are you ready? Let's roll. Keep on rolling! We are so excited to kickstart this huge project because, as you may not know a lot about us, this episode will be a way for you as listeners to get to know us. So let's start to talk about why we rave. I guess I can go first, Um, for me, raving is like a key part of my life and I've been doing it for about four and a half years now, Um, solely in the Pacific Northwest, I only have gone to one rave outside of the Pacific Northwest and it's because I think here it's so special. And we'll talk a little bit more, more about that later. Um, but part of the reason I enjoy the rave scene so much is not necessarily just for the music, just for like spending a certain amounts of money <laughs> and wasting the like, freaking money. It's um, definitely not about the money. <laughs> 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 it's, um, what
1: like, money? <laughs> when you have a rave, money is out the window, bro. <laughs> yeah,
0: like if I'm trying to save money, like I would not go to raves. But I'm willing to shell out the money because it's an opportunity for me to make lifelong friendships with people um, like them. I would never have met them if it weren't for raving. Um, as well as just to continue that kind of environment and atmosphere outside of the rave community. Obviously, we're doing this podcast together and we're you know, talking about why we rave. And, um, and I think like it just speaks so much to the rave community. Um, that we have this amazing opportunity to build a community around one central idea like a rave, but then further it outside of the rave and still maintain those friendships in like a close way. And I think that that's really cool. Um, I'll stop rambling. I want to hear what Michael and Adam have to say about this.
1: Mm. Well, I guess, uh, first off, that was awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Matt. Um, yeah, that was awesome. I think that was kind of like the epitome of the reason why both me and Michael got into raving as well. I mean, I'm speaking for Michael's behalf here, but that's kind of the reason why I got into raving too.
2: Yeah, speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Uh,
1: I actually was against the raving, like, community at first, when I first, like, started seeing it at, like, 18. (laughs) I didn't start, like, getting around to it until I was, like, 19 years old. And that why was, like,
0: Why were you turned off to it, though?
1: It just seemed like it was just a bunch of dumbasses getting together, doing a whole <laughs> bunch of drugs, and, like, okay, so, during that time, like, listen, listen, during that time, I was, like, really about my career, I was really about, like, my, like, you know, my bag, whatever, right, whatever you want to say, but, like, to me, it just seemed like it was kind of like a waste of time if I was going to go spend hundreds of dollars on tickets and go to a fucking middle of goddamn buttfuck nowhere, like, you know, wherever. I've never even been to the gorge. And I mean, obviously, if you've never been to the gorge, you should go to the gorge now. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Oh but absolutely. I just always thought, I just always thought that
2: was a waste of time. When did you even start, raving? I actually don't even know this about you yet.
1: I started raving when I was. My first <laughs> rave was Resolution
2: uh, when Damn. I was
1: 19 years old.
2: 19? When
1: When it was still called Resolution. Yeah. Uh, it was put on by, I totally forgot what it was. USC Events. USC Events. That's they're
2: correct. dead though, they're, they're gone. Dead. They're dead. Dude, <laughs> what
1: the fuck? So, shout out to USC. <laughs> but, like, that was when I first got into raving, and that was also, like, the first time I really like actually saw for my first person self like what the actual raving community was about i've always made assumptions i always thought like all oh, these people are just getting here to get high together and fuck
2: around and or find out. <laughs> shit you not wrong <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah that's when that's when i first started getting into raving and i finally
1: like that changed my mind completely like 180 i started realizing that the people in the raving community are just just like me like we all want to you know satisfy our thrills we also want to like Like, learn a little bit more about ourselves, get in touch with more of our spiritual side, our holistic side, and, like, just get get more in touch with, like, our our primal side. Like, hey, man, it's fine to have fun. It's okay to have fun and be human for just one fucking night, two fucking nights, three fucking nights of your life with some of your best friends you've ever met in your entire life. And just say, you know what? Fuck it, we ball. Right, so I feel like that was the reason why I fell in love with the Raven community because that first night gave me every single thing that I just said right there, so.
0: I mean, I feel like too, right, it also gives you this opportunity to like channel your inner inner child. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of the greatest things about Raven. I mean, we make these stupid like candy. Candy. Stupid candy breakers. Stupid They're not really stupid, but it's like this this is shit that I would do when I was like 10, you know, but like the whole process of trading candy and all that stuff, like it's so like pure and innocent and it allows you this opportunity to like be a child again because as we all know being an adult sucks and so being able to enter a scene where you can just forget about the hardships of life and just be a child I think is super crazy and like my experience is similar to yours. Mm. My first event was a USC event as well at the Gorge Paradiso which also doesn't exist. Oh my god, I remember that. (laughs) But that show was like wild. I also started Raven when I was 19 and that show was wild um, to me and then I was a rave baby then, didn't understand the community, but now, like, mm. I'm kind of into it again. Um, I, you know, and, and I have fully embraced it, obviously, that's why we're here. I know Michael, though, is, like, the biggest rave baby out of all of us. Exactly. So that's, that's that's Give him. it up, rave yeah. baby
1: Michael, let's go.
2: <laughs> 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 no, no, okay, so my first rave, actually, was during my sophomore year of college, and it was at Slushy. Right, and I just went with some of my friends, like my friend Richard, Will, some of their friends, and I've never even really heard of a rave before then. I was like, What the fuck is EDM? Like, I don't don't understand. Mm -hmm. And it was also the first time I took pre workout, right? (laughs) (laughs) And to this day, it is wonderful. It that holds, gym is crazy. That gym
0: is crazy, man.
2: Pumping iron out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those shoulder rides must have been
2: top notch. Top notch. No, but like seriously, like that <clears throat> night was like, and it still to this day holds a place in my heart. Mm. Like, Like just the people that I went with. And I was young in college. I didn't really know these people too well, right? Like not years and years of experience like with my friends from hometown. But from that, we all just clicked, click, click, right? And it was like it was just like, and we hanged out with, out with each other almost every, like me and Rich, we hanged out with each other every day, and like I stopped raving, like it was yeah. just my first rave, and I didn't like. See, the thing is, yeah, I experienced my first rave with non-ravers, right? Mm-hmm. So we went to the rave, and we experienced the rave, mm-hmm. but none of us were really like hardcore ravers, right? Like like a uh, the culture. I didn't know anything. I didn't even know what candy was, right? Or like, like what I had, or like anything. Oh man, and so really, I could say that was my first rave, but it wasn't my first rave experience. If that makes sense, right? And so, like, um, really, really, I think what got me into it. Uh, and like I've been here and then to raves, but it felt the same as a concert because a concert is different. Because there's no culture Way different Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Just sit in a chair,
1: chair um, Just listen to music I mean, it's not even sitting in the chair It's just the atmosphere The it, ambience It's
2: the culture you, know. you miss the cult. I've been to Schoolboy Q Travis same, Scott Fucking yeah. Like all so these concerts The same Schoolboy Q concert I went to? <laughs> yeah, no. right before COVID Right be- It was like a year before COVID I no, went no, no, no to- I went during before college oh, Before God. college oh, okay. oh, yeah, When yeah, you yeah, went to Travis that, was,
0: yeah. was that like Was that freshman year of college? Yes, yeah I went Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: Right, <laughs> yeah. uh, so like, so with these, it's like uh, you go and you are with your people or you're by yourself in a rave. So, Elenium really, really, yeah, uh, yeah. No, 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 Actually, I take that back. For Alenium, there's Excision. Before Excision, bu- slander. Boo. No. Oh, Boo. No. Oh, no, no, no. Boo was before Slander Slander was before Boo. No, no, no. Remember when I met the Powerpuff Girls?
0: Oh, I'm talking about Boo or Slander when we went. Two years ago. Like, right after COVID. See, that was... Okay, I don't know. I feel like... That's true. Yeah.
2: Right? But I was still with just my group. It was you, Danny, uh yeah 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 just like both, people yeah. right and, and, and like it was great don't get me wrong but like boo i like mm-hmm. it was my first time solo raving mm-hmm. that was it that was it yeah. that was it you're talking about boo from 2020 this last year last year right yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so i'm a baby i'm a new <laughs> raving bro i get well i i've I, I, I got <laughs> <laughs> like, a rave gucci <laughs> Like uh, I've been to like a million raves before then, mm, but it yeah. was the first time experiencing the culture of like really like seeing plur, mm. right? Yeah. Um, all right, I know. <laughs> let's go on a side quest, okay? All right. side quests, Speaking uh, of <laughs> yeah. before
0: we go on a side quest, can you check your laptop because it's on sleep right now? She's still it's going. Still She's running. Right. So I want to. I want to preface this really quickly because we are about to go on a side quest real quick and talk a little bit about Plur Um, as Adam's I was going to talk about my first experience (laughs) with Boo. yeah but we are actually going to end this episode talking about Plur um, and really dive deep into Plur um, and it will give us that opportunity to really discuss like what Plur means to us and our first experiences with it and why we're so drawn to it now because of our first experience with Plur um but what is this side quest? Like, let's let's fucking go on a side quest. That's the whole point. All um,
2: right, I get this. Peace, love. Peace, oh yeah, right, yeah. Wait. If you guys don't know what it is, right? Yeah, uh, P plur plur plur. P l u r. P l u r. Peace, love. love Unity, Unity and, and respect. respect right? There's
0: also a silent R that we don't often talk about that stands for responsibility. Uh, so, Florida. you go to shows and you want to have a good time with things that elevate your experience, that's what that second R is for. Yeah.
1: If, you need, if you need the pre workouts and all that stuff, completely understandable, mm-hmm. completely fine. Just, just be responsible, responsible you be know, responsible. because there's a lot of people back at home waiting for you to get home. There's a lot of people yes. that are at your campsite really for you to get yes. back to the campsite. There's a lot of people yeah. in your hotel room for you to get back to the hotel room. So always always practice the silent R. Because the silent R, I don't know, it just doesn't mean we want you to go silent that night.
0: You know what I mean? Mm, so That's beautiful. You know I what I mean? Yeah. Like, we just got to make
1: sure we all come back together. Because no matter how many side quests you go on, you always come back to the main quest too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just... <laughs> <laughs> let me just him poetry <laughs> But the reality too is, coming from the Rave Dad's perspective, if you don't practice the second R, like, it makes me also, as Rave Dad, where that's my responsibility to not have a fun time, because I'm spending all my time taking care of someone. So, if you can just be self-sufficient and take care of yourself, do things responsibly like that, That's plural in and of itself, because that just helps everybody else so we can all have a great time together. And all of us sitting in this room will never deny that we've never had an enhanced experience at a show. Like, (laughs) that's part of raving. There's no way we can enhance (laughs) that. I know, Michael's like, and (laughs) what? What are you talking about? You guys enhanced your experience? (laughs) (laughs) I've I've had this really cool grind of going on raves sober for the past, like, I don't want to say four raves, including no alcohol, no weed, no anything. Um, And it's been a super fun time. Um, but I understand, you know, enhancing is fun. Um, and it also makes side quests a lot more fun mm-hmm, when you're a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, you're not, you're not all there. Um, and so I get that. Uh, it's fun to get lost sometimes. It is. Lost in the <laughs> sauce. That's right. Anyways, Michael's going to talk about his what? Your first... Your plur.
2: This is really what fucking set me on like, I mean, like, I've always loved like going to raves, right? Mm-hmm. And solar raving and shit. Yeah. Um But... It was like this night, Uh, and I think it was because of the people I met, and they don't even maybe understand nowadays, right? Essentially, they were my OG rave fam, but it was at boo, right? Mm. Okay, and uh, can I spike that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, so I was at this boo, so I'm like curious about like, because I didn't really hang out. I had a rave bay at the time, so I was like... In my oh, own little world, But, like, so I didn't really spend a lot of time with Michael, but I'm curious to see, like, what what his experience was.
2: So, I was a little animation there. He needed a... Uh, he need oh, a <laughs> Can I smack that? <laughs> <it? laughs> we don't want to smack it.
0: <laughs> smack us
1: up. I I I, I just guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> sorry, sorry.
0: Go, go, Michael. go, go. go. <laughs>
2: we're on a side quest for real <laughs> alright right. real side quest. so dude uh, so I went with my fraternity and a bunch of people that they want like brought right and um, it was the first time that I purchased a rave ticket to boo it's like a festival really for Halloween in Seattle right yeah. shout out to boo shout, shout out to, to Insomniac love out you Insomniac love Yeah. You. So yeah. I love yeah. You. yeah. but Um, and I originally planned to go by myself, but then I got hit up for Matt, you know, Hey, come with our group. Come with, you know, we adopted you. Yeah. And literally it was like the first time experiencing a rave fam, first time experiencing candy, first time being introduced really to plur. Because before that I kind of treated all raves like a concert. concert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Right. And so I was, uh, we all went to the base stage, but the base stage was in a. They have three stages at BOO, okay, right? One's main stage, Super Gas. One is the base stage, right? And then one is the house stage. Like most, co- like like most most festivals. most festivals have that, right? Yeah, um, and we went to the base stage, but I really wasn't vibing with the music. I wasn't deep enough in my rave career. (laughs) You didn't like dubstep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like dubstep. Don't get me wrong, but, like, I just, like, I didn't like the venue. I didn't like the stage. It was the the part, and I was, like, and I was, like, in my head, I was, like, dude, you know what? You guys really, I love you guys. Enjoy yourself. I want to go experience, because my original thought, experience this shit by myself anyways, right? Yeah. So I went downstairs, right, to solo rave, right? Yeah. Abandoned, not abandoned. Right. Well, yes, abandoned Right, my, my My people. And just, like, go by myself. I wanted a side quest. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted a side quest, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so, um, but I went down to the main stage, and the music was just like, holy shit, this is drawing me. This is, like, what I need to get, yeah. right? So I said, hey, guys, I'll be back. I promise I won't get lost. I won't be gone forever, but I gotta go, right? Yeah. And then like, yeah, if you love them, let them, go. let them go, right? And so I went there, and I met these three little Asian girls, right? That happened to be like, come with us. Yeah, typical,
0: um, typical Asian rave baby. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, baby. No, 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 yeah, yeah, and then, yo, yeah, yeah, Rizza, Jimbo, Katie, Betty, yo yeah, and it was like, fucking, we we all left. From the top stage. Because we were just not feeling it. But they were originally part of our group. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, do we just want to rave together? We went to the pit. Went to main stage. And, like, just like. I don't know. It was, like, just, like, a phenomenal time just raving with them. And that's when I really learned through that night. Like, people came to me. Right, because like people don't do this at concerts, right? They don't go to you, and they don't be like, "Hey, hey, Let's I like your vibe." Yeah. True- get- yeah, yes, exactly. They don't you know? do that shit. Yeah, yeah, and and I was like, "What is happening? What is this culture? What is? What is like? I don't know. It was just like because like at concerts, people are just doing their own thing with their own group. They don't want." Yeah. Right? And I went by myself out in the wilderness alone, right? The wilderness of Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And everybody, it felt so welcoming anywhere I want. It felt like I never had to leave my group to belong. That was pretty cool.
0: So I really appreciate what Michael had to say about raving. It was like, to hear a super unique experience like that is something that I've wanted to hear because I think Adam can also agree. Like, we've all had our own unique experiences that really... Invited us into this community and this scene and made us feel special and it's why we continue to do it But I really want to focus on the Pacific Northwest rave scene Mm. And I don't know if you guys obviously you probably haven't I don't know if you have been Outside of the Pacific Northwest or to shows outside of the PNW if you haven't then maybe I'm the only one I've been to a couple of raves in LA and there's just something to be said about the culture here specifically in the Pacific Northwest, and I mean mostly Seattle and like Washington State where we are, but also Portland raves and people that come from Idaho because there's nothing in Idaho, but people that come from Idaho <laughs> to Washington <laughs> Portland to go to raves. Yes. There's something so different about the rave community and the blur within the Pacific Northwest rave community than I've experienced on the West Coast, and I've also heard from people who've gone to shows on the East Coast and the Midwest where it's just so different. I feel like, first of all, the biggest difference is Orange County Ravers from LA, they fan clack like crazy. And that's (laughs) something that I cannot stand. Clack, clack! (laughs) <laughs> like if you're just standing in the pit and you got some dude next to you, like behind you, just clacking, clacking and you're just like, bro, mm. you're not even on beat, like, come on. Um, and they also, the Asian trains, and I know that's like a point of contention, right? We have a pretty good amount of Asian trains <laughs> but here. But the difference the is, movies. is how we go about it, right? Mm, like yeah. our Asian trains is... Hi, how are you doing? We're fanning people. We're like, yo, yeah. like you're you're like your outfit's so cool, like we're vibing. Oh, yeah. But like those sure. OC LA Asian trains, they, they just, just pull you. those mm-hmm. through you. They don't give a fuck about like who you are or like your own personal space. They just wanna get to where they get to, which I admire. You have a, a path they, they have a path. You have yeah. a point you need to get to, you find your totem, you find your group and you just go for it mm. versus having to stop and start stop and start because you're trying to be nice about it but that's something that I think makes Pacific Northwest Ravens so special because we're not afraid to stop and start we're not afraid to ask for that permission to go yeah. forward
2: dude I, I'm, I'm so, okay okay very 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 much addressing these like not just Asian tr- but, you know I mean? we're all <laughs> Dude, just okay. in case you no, 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 no. guys don't know,
1: Matt is Japanese, Michael is Vietnamese, and I am Thai. So we I have also a, have Chinese.
2: I'm actually you. full Nigerian.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where's my boy Paul? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta put no, on. No, no. Oh my god. Okay, okay. But like seriously. So from this, okay. Not just in like SoCal. Uh-huh. Right. Because mm-hmm. LA is not all like SoCal. SoCal's is a different breed. <laughs> okay. Right. Fair. But like, it's like, um, just in general. Okay. There is a difference between pushing through. Right. And then as I, I've been able to get to rail. Every single rave I've ever been to, okay? I know
1: this full well. <laughs> uh, uh, I was there for him one time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna cue, we're gonna queue. We're gonna queue like a bunch of fucking photos. I in mean, every single rave. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> pictures with all the artists, and all that. But the thing is, right? It's 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 not necessarily, de- I don't think it's the culture. I think it's the people. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, like, like like I've seen my rave leader or like the line leader it, you know it's literally like you're in fucking like kindergarten right you're there's, the a, line leader. Leader. there's a line leader right I mean you pull your fan through right yeah yeah, yeah right you see and, possibility to get them through and I've never failed to get my people through okay yeah. right and it's just just like uh asking that like I don't know right like like Finding the right people to ask, one Because some people aren't there, like, for... I agree. You gotta be able to judge,
1: like, which path you're supposed to take. Yeah, yeah. There's there's places where there's already space, and they're not even gonna care that you already went through them. But there's also, like, places where they're all bunched up together. Like, they're almost on each other's fucking, like, ass. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, obviously we're not going through that motherfucker, because, like, he's... Too far gone. Yeah. She's holding him up, so obviously we can't go through this this line
0: right here, so but I will yeah. say too really quickly to compliment, like he got us and he, this motherfucker got caked by Steve Aoki Let's fucking go. Like he pushed through, like we were vibing in the back of the pit and then all of a sudden we just started moving and I was like, where the fuck is Michael going? He pushes through and then the next thing I know, we get to the spot, not even like twenty seconds in both. <laughs> Howard and, and frosting. And I feel bad because they, they kicked you because there's a And a Yeah, and 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 another person that was with us, but there was a totem right behind us because it was their birthday and they wanted to get oh, kicked
2: and you guys man. stole this. from Like That's
0: crazy. But but like maybe that wasn't very plural of us, but like I'm just saying to He was just trying to pass through, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't even know, dude. I <laughs> told you
0: Fred, my brother. Like, I my, my brother! Could. Could. I don't
2: even, I don't think, even you. think he planned that. I'll no, no, no. no. no, no. I, dude, half of the people that were with me literally were like, oh my God, I do not want to get kicked. I said, yeah, that's fine. Don't follow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said, speak for yourself. For yourself. <laughs> I said, Did I stop it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I will speak to that. Like Michael like has this gift of getting to rail or get pushing forward somehow magically every single time.
2: Dude, it's just talking to people and being, dude, yeah, it's Just, just being like, nice to people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just asking like, hey, like and all a lot of the times honestly, it's like one I indoctrinate, if you will. Adopt. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. New new ravers, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the new is like, hey, there's something you gotta experience. You, know what that you is? gotta go at least once. You gotta go real. You gotta go real, right? And they've never seen real. They don't even yeah. know what is real. <laughs> and they get And they their. I was oh, like, like, God damn! I never want to leave, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. And then Athena, right? Yeah. In the case, and people recognize that if they're ravers, right? You're yeah. like, like if I'm a raver and I'm you had like, a, a real, baby raver. yeah, you yeah. Somebody taps want... yeah, me on yeah, the shoulder, yeah. like, hey my little sister mate, my my girl she's never hit rail I was like dude say less, say, say, less. less. Say, less. Yeah. say less and I hop off I let him take it and a little bit cause it brings so much joy for the older ravers crazy, to like yeah. see newer ravers yeah. Get, exactly creating new experiences shout out to mortal beds <laughs> to to <laughs> <Mortal Kombat>. <laughs> <it. laughs> we'll
0: talk about that a little bit later yeah. but like to Michael's point right like we all were drawn drawn to the rave community Rave scene because we had that cool experience, and so it's now our responsibility and job to provide that cool experience to right. new people
1: exactly. in
0: the right way. In the Bars. right way, Bars. Bars. I know Adam has to go, um, but I really <laughs> want to. side uh, I'm going on my own side quest, but I shall be back. <laughs> I'm just going on a side quest and coming back on the main quest, that's right. But I do want very quickly to hear his perspective of how. How you felt about the Pacific Northwest raving, and then we can take our shot break. But mm-hmm.
1: you know, I don't, I don't know, know if I have any, you know, relevant uh, things to say on that perspective. Only because I've only raved in the Pacific Northwest, so That's I've only perfect. gone to shows in, you know, Washington and all that stuff. So I, I, I and every single show, I, I got to say, like they all are freaking amazing mm-hmm. just top-notch production top-notch conscious crew by the way shout out conscious crew um by the way shout out to all the people that are in the medical tent mm, not the people that are in the medical tent
2: <laughs> 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 shout out
1: for the people saving the people in the medical tent that's what i'm trying to say Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know shout out to all the staff the security oh, okay. the uh, entries you know the Absolutely. bouncers all of them shout out to all the the workers the Absolutely. sanitation workers um, you know, every time I go to a rave, it, it is a production, which is, you know, what we really hope to gain out of this side quest podcast ourselves. And, you know, obviously, again, I'm just going to plug this again, but me and Michael and Cameron, we have our, uh, you know, promoting business, our, you know, events business uh, called Immortal Events, shout out, right? And, uh, you know, we want to give that experience to all of the ravers of the Pacific Northwest this and is so dream. forth, right? So I can't really say. Or differentiate between like ravers and raving in the Pacific Northwest versus anywhere else because I have never had the experience to go anywhere else, and I feel like the reason maybe because I only want to rave in the Pacific Northwest
3: yeah. for now. You know, like I feel like that's I feel like that's maybe where I belong in terms of
1: raving. Like I loved, you know, going to Beyond. I've loved going to Base Canyon. I loved going to you know like different shows of artists like Elenium, Slander. Uh, even like even small local shows like Midas and yeah. stuff like that, right? Like that was awesome. Like these these guys put on a show. These DJs really put in the work. I've even gone to you know uh, gone to like K pop night in Seattle and DJ Yuki is like a great, <laughs> yeah DJ Yuki is a, yeah, is, a, is, a, is a DJ. She she works very hard and she does yeah. awesome mixes. She throws in new jeans in there, so I love that. Let's go uh... new jeans. Shout out and like. I don't know. The Pacific Northwest does really like ring, like you know, pull on my heartstrings and ring a bell to me. So, I feel like once I start to experience raves outside of this state and outside of the Pacific Northwest, I can give more of an experience or more of a a take on this uh, certain topic. So,
0: that's awesome. I I really resonate with that um, and. Like they teased immortal events. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, will, I will do another teaser and it's gonna be a super cool uh, feature. Episode three, we already have it planned out. Ravery is go. gonna be joining us on the podcast. Yes. So, let's go, shout out Ravery. So they work with they have their own promotion company. I work with a local promotion company called Ravery, and we just recently hosted Dubscribe for his first ever headline show in Seattle, and let's it was go absolutely amazing and it promoted local artist talent as well, local DJs and everything. So it was a super cool experience. So it would be really cool to have them on our podcast and you guys just shoot the shit. Oh, yeah. You know, you can ask all the questions Call you want. Call me a cowboy. Gunslinger, baby. Yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Some cute gunslinger on a uh, stream. But quite literally, like, you guys can ask all the questions you want, right? Like, what does it take to put on a full-scale production? Because Rave mm-hmm. goes above and beyond. I mean, if you were at, which you guys weren't, but if you were at that halloween rave like they went nuts from the lanterns the decorations the lighting everything was crazy to us um and then the last part is like it's just this unique experience to get to really be a part of a promotion industry in the pacific northwest to promote pacific northwest artists welcome back to the side quest podcast after a brief break we are going to make this a tradition on the show where we will take a shot in between portions of the show so we are here taking our celebratory shot it is also a premiere episode so we're super excited for that and while on his side quest adam found a wild pokemon and brought one of our homies zach with us he's uh we rave we've all raved with you at some point he's gonna be a welcome addition to the show and possibly our full feature guest on our second episode so stay tuned for that uh, and to all you guys who know zach you're gonna want to watch that episode and the end of this one that's right Just letting tune
1: know. in tune in
0: Alrighty, let's get this shot over with so we can uh, get the ball rolling again okay let's Back go Oh that shit's good <sighs> mm.
1: Yeah, listen, that's and definitely like a different a word guy. I would have used, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was good. I don't know. <laughs> okay. That so was harsh. I died on Vincent that, that one. Me. I was thinking, uh, I
2: could, before we like jump into it, we all got to share our first pieces.
0: We right? should, yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So, it's time for Zach. It was essentially why you got into raving why you're still in raving, right? And... I, I shared my story, because, man, fuck if I give a fuck. <laughs> but, you know, would, yeah, would you... sure, man. Um, so I guess I've always listened to
3: EDM. Um, like, growing up and stuff, I used to, like, middle school age, I was listening to Skrillex. Um, every Call of Duty edit had some kind of EDM in it, just yeah. whether you shoot yeah. or not. And then, like, so you're like, oh, yeah, I used to listen to this when I was younger. Um, and then more recently, uh, I had a friend invite me to... Uh, rest last year and that was I guess my first like official first <laughs> rave. Um that was like with the community. Um and then from there I just started going super hard. <laughs> um probably close to like thirty over thirty shows this year and like five festivals. So Ooh, Jesus Shave. Christ. Um yeah, so going strong, cap it out, the end of the year at decadence and uh Cyclops Dome and and then we'll see what next year has. Nice.
2: I want pause. to just pause, 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 Right there, perfect cut. You're gonna step in a few, few. Yeah, maybe a closer. little bit closer. Yeah. Yeah. The mic's right up here. All okay. Right.
1: Right. I ha- just want to say 30, 30 right. plus shows. That is insane to me because yeah. I've never done that in one year.
3: So <laughs> I have them all listed out too, like in my uh, my radio bio has all the shows and yeah. stuff that I do.
0: I also want to I want to say something cuz we also shared a little bit about like why raving specifically in like the Pacific Northwest is special to us. And you out of all of us have been to probably the most shows outside of the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah, I know you've yeah. been to Ultra, yeah. you're going to decadence, it like yeah. all these different things and so I'm curious to see in your opinion, do you think the Pacific Northwest scene is different in a good way, special in a good way, or do you think that maybe other places do it better than us and we're talking about in terms of the community the culture plur whatever we're curious to hear what your perspective on that is because we've not really left the west coast yeah i would say
3: in general you'll find little pockets and communities of bravers everywhere i just think that in the northwest there's like a super high concentration of people that like more bass music than anything else Mm -hmm. um, as compared to other places that i've been uh ultra was kind of a one-off Uh, Festival in the sense that it's more international, so you get a a different kind of crowd there than you would at like a standard festival in the United States because people fly in from literally like all around the world. Like, I met so many people from other countries, um, and that was really cool. I think bass music has.
2: I got a question. Why was it really cool? Like,
3: you um, say it's different. It's just just interesting to see. like a, a wider variety of people, um, and that the fact that people fly like thousands of miles to just come to mm-hmm. one festival. Yeah, that's true. Oh. That's
1: true. Yeah. Uh, ultra, like, ultra, in, like Belgium and all
3: that
2: stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So like, how does yeah. it differ? Like, what, 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 why is it
3: like? I I heard it was a lot
1: different. Mm-hmm. Over yeah, it there just on, like, it, the you get a front.
3: you get a different, um, just like a different crowd dynamic. Like I'm so used to going to bass shows and having that crowd there, mm-hmm. but you have different <laughs> genres. So like every genre, I feel like has its own crowd type yeah. associated with it like, like how, even though
2: with yeah. that beer right like it was at the different stages
3: yeah between the different stages like we i was at one of the stages on the side like a smaller one everyone's just like vibing and like just bobbing their heads and then you get like the, the big people are going super hard and then you <laughs> have main where it's like a little bit mixed and honestly just packed because everyone wants to see headliners yeah
0: yeah, yeah. that's true
3: so I mean, even stage to stage, it it varied a lot. So like, is it true over there in the European
1: front, those people don't dress up, they don't exchange candy, they don't like do. No, anything? most
3: most most of the international people that you would see would maybe dress up or like like, wear you know whatever their artist gear that they like, but um, definitely no candy. Mm-hmm. The only I was like I wore a lot the first day and then like as I went through ultra, I like slowly dialed it back because it was just like not super common.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, candy culture is something that's, I think, really big and specific to the United States. Um, And I think, honestly, that's something that I like. That, like, when I mentioned earlier in the podcast about, like, being your inner child. I think that's something that I like about raving is that, you know, making these candy bracelets and trading them with people. It's something that's like, I mean, Taylor Swift started doing that, you know. with Mm -hmm. (laughs) with (laughs) So it's like, it gives you this opportunity to channel it like your, your inner child and really just... <clears throat> make connections that way too. You know, it's a, in in the reality it's a friendship bracelets. I mean, when mm-hmm. we would make these when we were younger, they were friendship bracelets, you know. And so you're making new friends every time you trade a candy. Um, it could be someone that you meet for the first time or someone that you may already know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's something super special about the United States rave scene. But going back to kind of like what we were mentioning because you've been to Ultra in Miami, you've been to yeah. uh, you're going to decadence, you're mm-hmm. going to other shows. You've been to other shows across the US. I've only been to Hard Summer in mm-hmm. LA. Um, and I was kind of sharing a little bit how like LA rave culture is in my opinion different than the Pacific Northwest rave culture, and I wouldn't say necessarily for the better, so I'm just curious to see if there is something genuinely special about what it's like out here when you go to shows at the Gorge or the Tacoma Dome or shows in Portland, um, what's so different and what makes it even more special than other places. Yeah,
3: I think that in general the the people that I have met in the Northwest so far are just, I mean, there again, there's passionate people everywhere. But again, there's just a higher concentration of people that like are super super. Here. <laughs> they're like they're, they're like they don't go to rides They're like, ravers. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, so yeah, just yeah, like yeah, oh, I go yeah. like occasionally. It's like oh, it's like every weekend, or like yeah. Anytime an artist rolls through the city that you know that you like. I mean, like for me, like all all summer I was like drop the hat. I was like, oh yeah, you guys want to go tomorrow? Like let's yeah. a- yeah. do. it. you gonna are you gonna do a, uh, fucking kick that? Um, they, yes you are, yes Friday. you are, it's I, like it's I got you. No. I want to, I saw um, part of his set at Ultra. Dude, mm-hmm. Ultra was you you have to, you I'm have to. you are going to, to just go out on Saturday no. though. Oh. oh.
2: That's a good show. Oh. That's a good show. Just go out in front That's it's a good show. Everybody's yeah. going yeah. to. Yo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's
2: unusual,
0: so. I think No, we're I want to go
2: home that. this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see my mom. <laughs> like, like, yeah. We're going to crank that. So, let me. I think we'll. Yeah, work. we're going to crank that and, like, Subtronics. <laughs> like, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to share it real quick. When I went to Europe, right, for, like, the two months, we went to a bunch of clubs. We never went to, like, a particular rave hosted by, like, you one know. Art, like, one artist. One artist, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And the, everywhere in Europe, they always played EDM right but there was another like oh it, i would almost say it's like the same here in seattle at least mm-hmm. going to fucking ride our room mm-hmm. or oh, like queue. Yeah. The or, or, well they or, play like, rave music but the culture is so fucking icky-wicky, bro. Ooh, it's like icky-wicky-zicky, man. I can nah, tell you I can tell you get I get what he's saying. The, yeah, the culture is mean, different. Yeah, the different, like, dude. Like, okay, in Europe, like literally, uh, we would go with the hostels, right? The hostels would have, like, groups. We had bar crawls or, like, whatever. right? And the moment you stepped into a club, right, immediately... We, we, girls would be like oh my god you're mine boom swoop and it was like <laughs> that she would never have in America right it was, yeah. uh, I don't know it was just like fucking uh like "Earth," um it was just like it's
3: just different. It just yeah. It's just different. It's a different vibe. It's a different vibe. vibe. Hopefully, yeah. okay. it's just a different place. And like, I don't know you guys saw that uh, that one TikTok of them. They're like, like the UK rapers. Yeah.
0: yeah. They're calling us like pussies, yeah. Yeah. and they're like, doing all that <laughs> they're like, shit they're calling know. us weird, or like, yeah. just calling yeah.
1: us like complete fucking psychos. or something. They're, they're like, like, what, what
0: the that? fuck is that candy shit? Like, just do more K. And I'm like, what the? Yeah. It's like that's more psycho than making candy. Yeah. Sure. Yo, Jimmy, pull it open the TV. <laughs> you know, we don't have TV, wait, wait, wait. but what no, we'll put video? it up. The, we'll put the TikTok up for you guys so you guys can see it. But we'll put it somewhere right here on the video. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll block out Michael's face. <laughs> I get a <I> shy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you make a valid point about like European raves specifically, and just or shows, not even raves, like the club scene, and that um, you know sometimes in, in in certain aspects, I think that Europe does do it better than us. Um, And when I say that, I mean, like, the U.S. scene as a whole, not just, like, the Pacific Northwest. Because I think that you have shows like Tomorrowland that apparently they just signed, like, a 90-year contract again. So, like, they're going to be doing shows for, like, like, 2093. Like, we're going to be freaking grandpas. Like, Mm. or dead. I don't even know. But, like, it's crazy. So, like, but, like, Tomorrowland is, like, that's, like, the mecca of, like, raves. If you want to go to a rave, and that's that's in Europe. And so, you know, I think... There's a respectable Europe scene. Most EDMs started in Europe. You go to techno, house, trance, like that's all got roots, uh um, drum and bass, like that's all got roots in Europe. Yeah. I
3: feel like dubstep is just a, is a very very American. <laughs> Michael, Michael would love dr- the drum and bass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you love the drum. Michael race. would love to yeah. go to
0: Printworks in the U K. Well, in no, peace. the new one. Uh, yeah. Printworks. Yeah.
3: What is their their new one in the IKEA? That they yeah, just
0: yeah. they just um, remodeled in You know so funny. Yeah. I just saw They're this cool. an Entire IKEA. I saw oh, that. Cool. I saw what I saw is the drum
2: force? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's
1: what it's called. There's this. I don't know if you guys just saw, but there's this poll that came out for the top ten like clubs in the entire world world and print works I think ranked like in the top it was in the top 10 mm-hmm. so and I think like yeah they specialize in more like the drum and bass yeah, scene. I mean there's and like I feel like, like if we go there Dude, that's. A Michael place. would never leave. <laughs> yeah. Michael would be like, one more
3: song, it's, one more song, like, bro. You yeah. said that, 18th <laughs> was like,
1: What's
3: <laughs> like, the eighteen. The other stage yet? They have like three different yeah. like
0: sections and like a. Room. There's yeah. other so stages. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> it's a straight
3: crazy. up rave scene. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I mean, I say rest in peace because Printworks doesn't. Printworks looked super cool. It looked super cool, and and it's sad that they they are converting it now to office spaces. But now they have that IKEA, so yeah. you know they got another space, you know, another mm. spot that they can do. These kick-ass raves. I mean, Dimension and Sub focus had a back-to-back, and that that set was crazy. Like, even drum people who don't like drum and bass, like, they were watching that set, and they were like, whoa, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, thank you, Zach, first of all, for sharing your perspective. I think that that was really cool um, that we got to retroactively kind of go back through, like, what raving means to us, and even just, you know, how raving in the Pacific Northwest is a little different and special in comparison to the rest of the United States and the world realistically right um i want to just jump into the next part and the final-ish part of our episode where we talk about um how the rave scene in the pacific northwest is growing and what entities are in play to have it grow um as before the break i mentioned that i've been doing stuff with a local group known as ravery they do vending they do um, a lot of other cool things but the most cool thing that we've done recently was on Halloween we hosted and I say we because I work with them um we hosted a rave for Dubscribe to come to Seattle for his first headline US show and um if you don't know who Dubscribe is he's one of what I would call Excision's protégés as I'm repping Excision right here and so what's my motherfucking <laughs> name <laughs> <laughs> It's such a good song. I but, love that song so much. But, uh, and Scrub dropped it at the Halloween rave. Um, but yeah, so he signed it to Subsidia Records, which is Excision's record label. Um, and he comes from Japan. Um, and it was his first ever U.S. headline. It was really cool to be a part of that. It was really cool to be on stage during his set. Yeah, let's uh let's post some footage of Matt. Uh, yeah, me, no, uh, no. me no, and my right. Tanjiro kimono just let's fucking yeah. go. Get on stage was fucking crazy. Um and just getting to meet him, I had like a one-on-one conversation with him. Um it was super cool to hear his perspective about like what the rape scene is like, the dubstep scene, sorry. Not the rape scene, but the dubstep scene is like in America versus like Japan even. Um but the coolest thing I think was not only did we bring dubscribe, but we were able to Elevate local artists with right. him. We have a local artist here in Seattle known as Kirineko. Um, and he honestly deserves to be like way higher up in terms of popularity than than, than what he is right now. Um, and I think it was really cool that him and DubScribe are now friends. So like DubScribe, when he goes up, can kind of bring Kirineko mm. up with him. Um, and I hope to have Kirineko on the show at some point, so that'd be mm. really cool.
1: That'd be kind of like a... Situation like you know, knock two and ISO XO exactly, like exactly. Shout out to ISO XO and knock two mm-hmm. because. Noctu, love you bro, and IsoXO, fuck yeah, love that you guys are best yeah, uh, friends and uh, came up can, together.
3: We pulled Michael's Michael's nice little picture with, yeah. uh, with Noctu. Michael, yeah,
1: yeah. Michael yeah. got a really dope picture. Yeah, it, it was the Knock Noctu thing was like, thing. like right there, no, he, and like, yeah, so he, it, like yeah. hugged, he
3: hugged Noctu.
1: I should have just
2: video. picked him up and put him in the back.
3: No, yeah, so the show ended, right? And we're all just kind of standing around, and he literally like beelined it for us. Like he came around the rail and just straight to like our 100%. and that was it and then bounce. he like took pictures and like and then he and he, he, we'll link we'll, we'll yeah. the
2: video man.
3: yeah we'll just
0: put the video, we'll like the video pictures whatever you need but like that yeah it was really cool and that goes back to Michael always getting real somehow so but yeah so like we a sh- no warrior bro <laughs> exactly and you know for us or maybe just me I don't I can't speak for Adam and Michael but like I'm really proud of like my Asian identity and so to see Artists like Naoto and Isoxo, who are both Asian, like come up on the up and up together. Mm-hmm. It really inspires me to see something similar with Scrub and Kirin They're both artists. They're both Japanese. You know, kind of elevating each other in the local scene. And Seattle's a great place for Japanese artists because we love Japanese people out here for we oh, feel like most Asian like, artists but I feel like the Japanese like, community in Seattle is, is, it is very new, strong. It's very big. Yeah, yeah. Extremely it's large. Extremely solidified in, in here. So to yeah. have artists like Dubscribe who comes literally from Tokyo and then artists like Kiraneko, who moved from Japan to Seattle and is just pursuing their dream of right producing music, I think it's really cool that in this event we were able to promote local talent, as well as bringing, like, I wouldn't say Dub Scribes like, headliner, headliner material, right? He still is, you know, signed to Excision's label and making a name for himself. But, I mean, he's played Lost Lands, he's played Base Canyon, he's been to all these shows uh, and played, performed at these festivals. And so, I think it's really cool to have that kind of... <laughs> big talent come here and then promote smaller local talent. And not only was it Echo, we had a lot of other local DJs who have opened up for bigger artists um, recently, or actually tonight as we speak, Company is here in Seattle. And we have a couple of artists that played at the Ravery event that are opening for company. So we have DJ Megatron and um, DJ Sinful. They're both from Seattle um, and they're opening for company tonight. So that's really cool that we got to have them for our own show. They did a back to back. It was a really good back to back too. like. We have so much good talent that just continues to grow here. And the cool thing, as I teased in the beginning, is Ravery agreed to be in our third episode. So we're going to get that opportunity to just talk promotion, talk PW and rave scene, talk whatever we want with them, and they're going to just be honest and give us a little bit of what it is. That being said, we have two up-and-coming promoters ourselves throwing shows out here in, in Seattle with their own organization. You guys, take it away, Adam. I'll shut up.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's so all start off. <laughs> yeah, me, Adam, and uh, our friend Cameron, we have a floating company, event hosting company, really... Honestly, all we want to do is create experiences for people that are unforgettable that people love. Because god damn, we love that shit ourselves. It's <laughs> 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 so like why wouldn't we, we want to spread that, you know? Yeah. And so um, it's called Immortal Events. Uh we'll link Let's go Immortals. Our mortals. website, our Instagram, everything in there. And Immortal Events, right? Yeah. Because These goddamn memories don't die.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, you know, this venture, you know, I think uh, we owe it a lot to, uh, you know, Michael fucking Lim (laughs) here because there's one thing that Michael does really well, which is create memories and, like, give people experiences that they're never going to forget, which, you know, ever since I've met Michael... Um, you know, he's became one of my best friends, he's became, like, somebody that just challenges me to push my limits (laughs) in raving, in
3: partying,
1: in everything else, and, uh, you know, yeah, I think Immortal Events is such a like, good form of expression for us, in terms of, like, giving everybody like, something to look forward to, something to actually remember Mm -hmm. as soon as it's gone, like, that's what we really want to you know um, emphasize you know in immortal events we want to just make sure that everybody understands that all your memories are going to be precious the only thing we have with us are memories the only thing that we can really look forward to is creating memories with people that we care for that we love um, and that's exactly why we talk about plur so much mm-hmm. this is exactly why the rave scene is so huge in the pacific northwest and you know even beyond that yeah. right so immortal events is one of those things that is just our take in contributing to this giant jigsaw puzzle of the Raven community. Because I, I think of it like this way, right? A jigsaw is not complete without every single piece. Mm-hmm. And we feel like Immortal Events is another piece of that giant pi- picture. Yes. And the picture would not be complete without us part of it either. And we would not be complete without you guys part of Immortal Events. So.
0: That's, that's super poetic and that's like perfect for what I'm trying to go with this part of the show where it's like My brother, <laughs> My brother in My Christ! Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about, right, we're talking about the rave scene specific, the rave community specific to the Pacific Northwest. And you're talking about this beautiful picture of like this jigsaw puzzle of the rave scene, which is ever-growing. I mean, you've got groups like Ravery that are smaller, promoting local talent. You've got bigger groups like Midnight Freaks, White Rabbit Group, pulling... What company tonight is a White Rabbit event? Yeah. Right. They recently brought Gengar and ghastly mm-hmm. out here. They partner Knock two. They Knock partnered two. with Lemonade Events to bring Knock Two to the to the hangar out here at Magnuson. So like yeah, White Rabbits a, and up and lots coming. What's a big artist are coming
3: through Seattle and getting that's pushed right. by White Yeah, audience. exactly. We're going to keep Let's growing. We're just going to keep yeah. moving.
1: Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's exactly what we do out here in the Pacific Northwest. Is we keep growing and moving, right?
0: And I think the Pacific Northwest is so cool as a hub for local talent. I think what I love about groups like Ravery, groups like White Rabbit Group, is they not only bring these big headliners out, but they also promote local, give give local artists the chance to, like, take the stage and open for these bigger artists so that people who come to see these bigger artists get a little taste of what the Seattle um, EDM scene is like and EDM artist scene is like with these up-and-coming individuals. Um, I can't name, like... A lot of the people that played the Ravery show, they all played like Silent Disco at mm-hmm. Boo, Silent Disco at Base Canyon, Camping Stage at Base Canyon. So they, you know, they bring these smaller artists and really showcase that Pacific <clears throat> Northwest is this hub for growing talent.
2: And, and with that, I'm going to say right now, for the people that do see this, right, and you know artists or you're an artist yourself, okay, with Immortal Events right now, up until the new year, right? Everything we're hosting we're hosting with a venue. Probably like up to one fifty to hundred 100
1: to one hundred to one fifty like people. guests.
2: Guests, yes, guest, yes. Guest. Everything, yeah. right? Completely free. Mm-hmm. I mean like we'll promote it, we'll host it in venue. We'll provide. provide the venue, we'll
1: provide the like you know, stage hands, provide the security detail. We well, lights, fucking lights, it. all
2: everything, all everything. the technical, every, everything, everything, literally, right, and because right now, we're just getting our legs, right, and we're that's exactly what we're about. These artists, right, dude, we want to rise by lifting others, okay, mm. and oh man, this is something that's stuck with me forever, and like we will continue to do that, but very from now, if you, if you do know anybody, or you are them anybody yourself, okay? Right? You know, you know. hit the link down below. Contact <laughs> us on our fucking, our email. Seriously, seriously. Absolutely. And we'll make something happen. DM we'll make something DM. happen for you, okay? Yeah. DMs. DM us. DM quest And podcast. we will make sure right. it's like a full venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah as, a, as a promoters, and, and it's just like, to just get your name out, right? And zero expense to you the only thing that you have to worry about is your own music. Yes. Okay. Putting on like a good your show. Own, putting on your own good show. That's right. We'll take it's care of the rest. It. Seriously, and like, because it's about creating. That's that's what we, that that's it.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a piggyback off of that too because I know for a fact we're gonna have a couple of local artists listening, people that are following our podcast because they either followed my Instagram account or one of you guys. Um, this message that message is for you. Um, you know part of the SideQuest podcast we I have them on our show, right? We're we're on the show together because they have this immortal events promotion and we wanna work together. We want to use our voice on this podcast to be able to bring them, bring Immortal Events some light because we want also to bring you as a local artist some light. So I know I'll just shout them out right now. I know DJ Simple, you're going to be listening at some point and you're set. You
2: better be here. We'll We'll throw you (laughs) you a show.
0: (laughs) You're set with Megatron at Ravery was bad fucking ass. And so like, I think, you know, this is an opportunity. You don't got to pay anything. You don't got to do anything. This is a chance for you to showcase like who you are as an artist and so like this is for you man um i'm honored to have taken the picture of you and dubscribe together so (laughs) but um like this is for you and for any of your friends um you know i know you may already have big things because you're already opening for white rabbit events but this is another opportunity and i we would love to have you be a part of it and possibly have you be a part of the podcast no no um (laughs) You better for real for real. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, I think it's really beautiful. I think, that, and that's a perfect example. What what Michael and Adam and you know even Zach have stated about why Pacific Northwest raving differs so much from the rest of the country and the rest of the world is because of how how we care about our own and how we really want to elevate the voices. Of those within our scene, because you have places where big talent have come from, like Denver, um, Colorado. You've got Grizz. You've got uh, I, don't, I don't remember, but so many, <laughs> so many artists that have come from Denver. But Grizz, okay. Grizz, yeah. Grizz says Denver's, enough. I mean,
3: I mean, Wooly from Wooly from Denver too. Right? Wooly,
0: yeah, Wooly. is like, based in Denver. Oh my god, I love Wooly. Yeah, what's my motherfucking?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey oh. Sullivan King, if you be listening, uh listen, uh Immortal Vince would love to host you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey yo, if we can get enough listens to have Sullivan King listen to this podcast, that would be the day of our lives.
1: Alright, Pacific Northwest, you know the deal. <laughs> share with your friends, share with your family, hide your wife, hide your kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, Pacific Northwest, you know how much Sullivan King loves us. Mm-hmm. He's played shows in Seattle and Spokane, back to back. He's coming to to Co- come for Tau, probably again for Thunderdome. He he loves it here. He loves the gorge. He feels at home here. Like make him feel at home. Like let's let us let us get him listening out this. Like he'll be here for it. Together as one, too, right? Yeah. That's how. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll hey, be, there. Let let be there. I'll be there. I'll yeah. 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 be there.
2: I'll cool.
1: yeah. be there. Cool. Hey, you know what, Wooly? We'll, we'll, I just want to let you know, your homie uh, Seven Lines will be on our show eventually. No.
2: Yeah, with Seven Lions, you look it up. Hey, yo. Know where you live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would it take to get Seven Lions on this job? I mean, he is, he lives local, in, He lives local. in Woodinville, right? He lives in, in Woodinville, you yeah. Can, yeah. You, can, you don't have to say that. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, oh, where's Seven <laughs> Lions? Cut that out, cut that out, cut that out. I mean, I mean low-key, that is public knowledge. So. I
1: was about to say, that's public knowledge, isn't it? We
0: all know, just like we know. You know what, Seven Lions,
2: 32,
1: Seven Lions lives in Seattle somewhere.
0: <laughs> the Seattle area the Seattle area but he's from the Pacific Northwest so I mean, <laughs> alright well with that that said yeah we we gotta we gotta kind of wrap it up but I just wanted to end with two things I wanted to end with um maybe just one takeaway about how the rave community in the Pacific Northwest shapes our daily lives like last
2: remark like, uh, yeah and then Why we can you? Yeah.
0: yeah and then we can end with a little bit of talking about like what plur means to us we already kind of went into that beginning of the show but like Maybe what makes it so special to us, not talking about experiences with Plur, but like how we, the two parts kind of go together, right? Like how the community, the rave community shapes our daily lives. So maybe it's about how does Plur look like in our daily lives? How do we live Plur in our daily lives? Um, I think that that would be a really cool um, way to end the show. And then uh, we'll end with just giving a couple of shout outs and we'll we'll, we'll be done. Um, So, yeah. I've been doing a lot of fucking talking, and I need to shut up. So, with, we'll start with Adam. <laughs> Adam.
1: Uh, what does the, what does, what, plur, mean what does plur mean to me? Um, and how does it shape your daily life? I mean, honestly, ever since, ever since I got into raving, <laughs> and like started meeting people in the raving community about taking care of one another, and just like being cognizant of, you know, Who's with you, who's around you, and making sure that everybody's having a good time. I feel like that can relate in my life in that we have a responsibility as humans, as responsibility as people, Mm -hmm. just in general in our community, to make sure that the people around us feel comfortable, that the people around us feel like they're being safe, they're being kept in a good, like, headspace, right? Because you never know what anybody's going through. Like, you can be in the middle of freaking fred fucking myers or something i don't know like and somebody's like in the fucking like you know somebody's having a little something's having a little like you know breakdown or somebody's Mm. having a little issue or whatever can't find something give them a help give them help bro Mm. just like be like hey what are you looking for i guarantee you 99.9 percent of the time if you ask that question hey how can i help you you're looking for something what can i help you with like i guarantee you that's going to be received with more kindness in your absolutely you know what i mean like they're gonna just be like oh this person is actually willing to help because Mm. at the end of the day the plural has taught me that all we have is each other and all we have is our experience that we live through together like if we don't watch out for one another if we don't look out for the next person then all we really have is just this weird community or this weird world where in between all they really care about is just themselves. Mm. And that's really a shitty world to think about because I would never want to raise kids in that world. I would never want to, you know, live in that world. I'd never want to be a part of a world where they only care about yourself and you're self-centered and, like, all that stuff. So, because all the people that I've met, like Michael, Matt, Zach, you know, like, everybody that I've met so far this past year, everybody cares for one another. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so awesome because all of them are ravers, and I'm pretty sure they all learned that from living in the Plur world as well. Mm. So I think that's probably what the impact of Plur has on me is that I have learned to take care of the people around me too.
2: Yeah. You're up next. Ooh. Yeah, man. I uh, So I actually, with Plur, so peace and love, I was fortunate enough to grow up. Where peace and love was... I was surrounded by it. Right? But it was really the unity and respect Mm -hmm. that I kind of like like for me understanding and accepting of other people's beliefs (laughs) right? Cultures and lifestyles um, that's what impacted me understanding that it's not it's like okay to not really Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> Yo, I don't going even know how to say it. Take your time, take your time, because I know you're on, you're on, yeah. like, on you're on, on this path, you're on, on this path, path no. and I
1: know dude. exactly what
2: you're trying yeah. to say. So like, just like, keep going. And if you can help me out, I'll be the fuck out. We'll help you. That's what
0: we're about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, no, literally, like, dude, like uh, experiencing different, different people's approaches to lifestyles. Mm. different people's approaches to um this not like lifestyles but how they approach life how they cope with life how they get through life how they and like it's just like uh i've seen growing up in a very conservative household right it was very this is right this is wrong right going in the rave community made me see oh my gosh there's a lot of okay ways to go about things, right? And or not. Uh, it, it's just like there's it. It, it opened my third eye. Like literally, it's just like 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 there's. Uh,
1: it's like it, it. I guess maybe yeah. what you're trying to say is it gives you a. a Kind of like, like a more understanding of, Yeah, like, you're, you're actually right, able yeah. to walk into other people's shoes now. Like, yeah. You're able to, like, see through their eyes, like, the pain, the suffering, mm.
2: the happiness, the joy, because, like, yeah. you're able respect. to, like, see it. That's yeah. the... It's the yeah. R in plur, right? Respect and, I would say, unity. It is really also more unity. understanding. It's, it's more unity. I think, I think it's unity. more unity, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, like, like even if I don't agree with this best, i respect it. And even if... I don't respect it. I unite with it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 and yeah. I'm okay yeah. with you being okay with the way that you're okay. Yeah. Yeah, is that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's the way I wanted to do That's good. I'm that's okay good. with being okay with that you're yeah. the way you're good. Good. okay. okay write okay yeah. yeah. this, yeah. this
0: down. Write this down. All you guys listening, write it down. So, Take so, so,
2: notes. <laughs> from that, yeah. it has changed myself. Really. Like, really, like, I've been like, okay, wait. I've seen the way that these people. Mm. right and they're happy they're successful they're they're living the best life and I haven't touched that aspect yet yeah and it's made me explore mm. and go and and then explore and just choose from my, like after going into that sort of life or <sighs> experiencing what they've experienced been yeah. able to desi- make my own decisions yeah on like how I want to live. But I would never have been introduced from that. Mm. From, maybe it was just being experienced more and mm. more. Mm. And I think that's what the Brave community does. It mm. mm. it, it makes you go out <coughs> and learn and be pushes you outside of your comfort zone. You know, can Facts. I, uh,
1: Facts. right before
2: I pass it on. Right, go for right, right, it, right, yeah. you know. Something I learned way back in the day it's like, there's a circle, of right? Your comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? And then way out here, this is your uncomfortable zone, right? And right in between your comfort zone, right, there's a circle. That's your growth zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's pushed me to just constantly go into things that I was uncomfortable with.
3: Just mm-hmm. continue
2: to go. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that's, it's, it's kind of weird to like put it with plur, but like I really think it has without even trying, and it's pretty fucking
0: cool That goes <laughs> so, with the, the piece of blur, Yeah. right? Yeah. The peace and even the love, yeah. right? Love equals uh, with acceptance Yeah, it, it's not only love for like other people, it's like you gotta love yourself Exactly, too. exactly, <laughs> yeah. and be at peace loving yeah. yourself, you know Mad rad, I am the man, my brother yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we'll pass the torch to Zach. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, for me, I think player, it, it it's slowly something that's like really built over time, and like after every show, like with every new person I meet, it just helps to kind of shape what that idea is. Um, and to me, it's just like everyone in general has like different experiences, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But ever in general, everyone just wants to <laughs> have a good time, um, and the easiest way to do that is through player. Like if you can be nice to everyone, you can respect them, Mm -hmm. you can understand what they're coming from, and then just like make sure that they're doing okay with the current situation. Mm -hmm. I think it makes it better, like you're having a good time, everyone else is having a good time, and then you're in a crowd full of like thousands of people, and everyone's just like going hard. Um, I think the most, like we've been talking about, like it's kind of just like created a safe space for everyone. Like you can really Mm -hmm. be self-expressive, whether that's through dancing. We have some friends that dance like super, super hard. Um, like breaking rails and, <laughs> and that kind of stuff, um, but also just like comfortable with your like self image and like promoting the person that you are too. Like you know how you dress. Can be you know, you can wear whatever you want it or you can, like you can whether that's super coordinated, whether you're literally just wearing like a t-shirt. Yeah. You guys wear
1: anything at a rave? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. I, was oh, like, I just sorry. show up shirtless, bro.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just show up naked, bro. <laughs> I gotta fucking I got a speedo um, on, I'm good to go. Yeah, it's it's that it's <laughs> that, it's hot, that, hot that. in there guys. The speedo's like up here. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the speedo, the speedo's for my nose. <laughs>
3: But yeah it's just it's it's just a space for people to be expressive um, enjoy some super fun music um, and like meet to- so many cool people like it's like all the people you meet you're like, they're like oh yeah you can always just crash at my place like whether they live probably mm. across the country or not exactly like, yeah <laughs> <just, like, super laughs> it's um, a friends it's just it just makes the whole process of like if you're frenzy to people like and you radiate that energy it'll come back to you mm-hmm. uh, that's yep.
1: yeah radiate that energy back to you I like that I like
0: that I think that's why the app for rumors. Re- yeah, is called Radio. It's, it's, I'm it's sure such that's the same a, synopsis, dude. Yeah, such a beautiful <laughs> yeah. name for, for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll close out the episode, and I first want to just say thank you so much to everyone who's watching, listening, whatever you guys are doing. This means a lot to us. It's all <laughs> a rage cage because I know y'all motherfuckers are listening, and we got Zach on our first episode. Like keep it going um to all of our homies adam's homies michael's homies all of our collective friends like thank you so much for listening it means a lot to us um and yeah i'll just i'll, I'll go a little bit deep as well because i feel like everybody else went a little deep um that's the only way she likes it <laughs> fair jesus. <laughs> jesus
2: i was like god damn
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um I just wanted to, to talk a little bit about like, in Seattle there's this culture specifically to specific to Seattle, known as like the Seattle Freeze, and I'm sure all of us are familiar with that. I mean, I've lived in Seattle for about five years. Michael, probably about the same, right? You about the same or maybe even more? Your whole I've been life here
3: for almost ten years now. Ten years. I don't I'm know how almost, long Zach. Um, just school, but say uh, like five,
0: four or five um, years. Yeah, sure. and you just moved back here. I'll be back. um back. The Seattle freeze is just this really like negative thing that Seattleites have. Um, just put my AirPods in. Don't talk to anybody. I don't give a fuck about you. I'm in my own little world. Don't talk to me. Do not converse with me. Do not do, you know, this is my b- bubble. Do not, do not, do not break it. Mm-hmm. And I think the cool thing about every time I've gone to a rave, every single rave I've been to in Seattle and in, the Pacific Northwest in general has been a place where that bubble doesn't exist. You were talking a little bit about that comfort zone, right? And about how like we have this circle, this is our bubble, our comfortable bubble, do not cross it. But like being able to have enough confidence, love and peace in yourself to step out of that bubble and really just love yourself and in turn love others um, because of it is really, really cool. And that opportunity to really, you know, like I went to Boo this just two weekends ago, and like ran into so many people that I've just met at shows, like uh, just at raves. Yeah, I was friends. literally they're waiting in line to get water a, at Boo time, yeah, all while
3: the time, bro, all
0: yeah. The time. Like, I was waiting in line to get water while Michael was going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and these these three people that we met at Base Canyon just walked up to me Like, Matt, what's up? Like, we were the Hawaii squad. Like, the, met you at the camps at Base Canyon. And I was like, yo, what's good? Like, how's it going? Like, how's it, brother? Like, we were all just vibing. And then, you know, we, we, we were, we were uh, at Hall. We were vibing with this, like, this group of, like, girls. Oh, let me cook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Let him good. We'll we we'll post that video. It's 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 kind of gone a little viral, but whatever. But but um we, we ran into this group and after the sh- after after Hall's set, we were I was walking the main stage and one of the girls came up to me and just tapped me on the shoulder. She's like, Yo, so like super cool vibing with you. Like, are you gonna subtronics? Like end November? Like you should like like let's exchange numbers, like let's meet up. Like it's just those little relationships that you make with people that it's not like Like, you're not going to get that riding the light rail Mm -hmm. on a normal day in Seattle. You're not going to get that riding on the bus. You're
3: not going to get that even in, like, class either, necessarily. Yeah,
0: you can walk University of Washington's campus, the quad. There's, like, hundreds of people. Maybe you won't talk to a single one of them because we're all just, don't talk to me. I'm in my own little world. I'm in my own little space. And I love that so much about raving is I'm not that kind of person. I love people. I want to be with people. People are, you know, what make me happy. yeah i mean
3: like matt and i have been raving together for since basically Base canyon but since then so many events um and then in general just our friend group is it's grown so so large in the last year through more events and i mean like we camp with ridiculous amounts of people 80 plus people or shit like that yeah um yeah it's just a it's a really cool space uh for people to just feel comfortable and like have a just a, a great time
0: every time I mean it's just every like time. that that family reunion meal we had after what was it it was after, after boo yeah. it was like freaking like yeah. s- what like 30-40 people had, in like, a restaurant I think we had
3: at least 20 for sure at,
0: Yeah. It's crazy there's it like we had two full banquet sized tables of mm-hmm. people and they are all like we'll, our friends we'll, and family what's on the picture we'll yeah, put yeah the we pictures, can post the right? picture yeah. it's crazy <laughs> but like yeah we had like to at least twenty people. Yeah, we started doing that just like especially after those local shows. Like, we mm. all,
3: since we're all here and we're all in the same city, since everyone kind of lives spread out, um, yeah. it's nice to have that one meal after and like just hang out. Those are the more. best things ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are after yeah. after going yeah. to like Beyond, like yeah.
1: Base or Alenia. Yeah, we usually
3: hit up that diner
1: coming from <laughs> the back okay. from um, the gorge. We, so, we go we go to Perkins every
2: single. Time. Ah. I love,
1: bro. I love. Shout out to Perkins. We love you so much. Bro, you guys have saved us from, like, the worst hangover, from the worst come down from pre-workout. Um, (laughs) bro, (coughs) I fucking love that place. First off, thank you to Natalia for being our server for, like, three times since we've been to the Gorge. She has been awesome. By the way, Dylan has a crush on you. She thinks you're hot. Um... And, uh, he's never gonna shoot your- He's never gonna shoot his shot because he's a bitch. But, um, oh my god, those fucking mimosas and fucking, like, breakfast food on like the end yeah.
3: of any of those raves. It's different smack, man. It it's so different. Yeah, hits, smack. We hit, um we hit Saks family dinner yep. uh in Ellensburg. I still place it that that gas place.
1: It's
2: super we've it's gone gas. so many times and then, yeah we go to Titan usually after uh, is also weekend. a gas place. I should go I should go to
0: those. Yeah I'm, at that, I'm gonna
2: have to hit those up. Yeah but, but uh, come with us to after uh Together is one bad. Yeah, we'll do something oh, for Tom. Yeah, probably. Sure. It's about time yeah, you come fucking ranch cage at about time. Mm. You two, you I mean, be a little don't <laughs> fucking you gotta you gotta <laughs> hang with the Ray fan, yeah, bro. Yeah, we roll yeah, deep. Bro. Right we roll those. deep. Yeah. yeah, we'll yeah.
0: But that but that being said, like I just yeah, I just wanted to emphasize, like, I think it's really cool that we can break this toxic culture that already exists in Seattle and just I mean I've known Zach for less than a year, Adam for less than a year, Michael not less than a year, but like <laughs> We were in the same frat, but like just all of those different things and a lot of my friends that I've met now that I consider my close friends I've known for like three months. Well, like it
3: feels it doesn't feel like but it doesn't feel like, like three it months. months It feels like
0: you know I've known them my whole life and it's it's insane to me that that's Something that is so special about raving in general. You just bond like so it's exactly. just a bond that is almost unbreakable. Thank you again for joining us on the side quest. Yes, thank you so, My so much. My name is Adam fucking
1: Nani. This is Michael fucking Lim. This is Matt. Grandpa Wook. Grandpa Wook. Grandpa and, Wook. and this is our this boy is Zach. P. Zachy backy, baby. Zachy Anyway, The last thing we gotta end this on is obviously everybody who knows us knows us. Michael fucking Lim. Adam fucking Nundy. Those are our names that all of our friends usually call us. However, we want to give this opportunity to the side quest listeners to give me and Michael nicknames so we can shout it out when we start our new episodes. So
0: it's like I'm I'm Grandpa Wook. We want to have something similar for Adam and Michael um, just to kind of bond with you guys um, and have like a special name that only you guys know um, and only address them by. Uh, that being said yes thank you thank you so much for watching um if this is on youtube go ahead and like and subscribe i'm gonna bring out my former youtube self uh if this is on spotify or any other streaming platform um just share it with your friends uh especially your rape friends we would love and non-rape friends let me say that first of all non-rape friends bring them into Amen. this culture Amen. let's educate them let's show them what we're about like we love this so much there's a reason we're doing this so Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Adam, Michael, Zach for all being here. This premiere has been long but fucking insane. Amazing. It's been fun as yeah, shit. it fun as fuck
1: actually. Also
0: drunk off our asses, but <laughs> like, hey.
1: Speak for yourself, I'm sober.
0: <laughs> but hey, thank you so much for tuning in. And- <laughs> Stay tuned for the second episode. We got some two peeps in the in the, in the audience today. Yeah, we have our audience... Our
1: audience member was actually here the whole time listening to us. And, uh, yeah, Michael will turn the... Yeah,
0: All yeah,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
1: Anyways. Thank I you guess guys. we're going to sign off for the night. We love you, SideQuesters.
0: We love you, SideQuesters, and always keep
1: rolling.